Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. Well, we're glad you're with us today, and um, you know, in this crazy time that we're living in, you know, Jimmy, can you turn the heat up a little bit? I'm freezing up here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways... Um, you know, I'm always amazed what you see on the news, even when it comes to churches, you know. I don't know if you saw this a week or not. We'll never take for granted meeting as a church since last March and all the churches have gone through. Well, in California, they're still giving them a very, very difficult time meeting. But, you know, everything from... Uh, Home Depot to different places are open. Well, <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this. But strip clubs are still allowed to be open, okay? So a guy at a large church, just to make sure his church could still be open, puts strip club in the title of his church now. <laughs> yes, you can look it up. If you don't believe me, you can look it up online when you get home. And I thought, well, he's... He's uh, very creative, but uh, uh, that way he can still stay open, I guess. But I thought, <laughs> I just, uh, what? who would have ever thought? But anyways, here's my point with that. I, I think there comes a point in a time to where our, our witness has to be uh, a witness just within itself. And whatever falls with that falls. And we don't want to kind of discuss. I, I don't want to go against what this guy's trying to do because he means well, but we don't want to disguise who we are. Uh, we know who we are, and the Lord honors who we are, and that, and, and that falls into our everyday life. So we're going to look at God's word today, uh, the land of the living. Are you living in the land of the living? Let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today. Lord, it is a time that we've never really seen uh, since the birth of the church, Lord, uh, since you have given us your life and we have had this called the local church. And Lord, this time just seems to go on and on and on with the virus. We pray that you'll continue to be with all our doctors and nurses, healthcare workers, and Lord, those that have gotten so sick through this. Father, we thank you how that we're able to, to meet as a church family, those that are here, those that are online. And Lord, we pray you just take your word today. Use it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to look at uh, Psalm chapter 27, verse 11 through 13. You know, I, I think you've probably come to the same place I have with this. And people have gone through all types of different emotions through since last March with all, everything that's happening. Now, I think we're at the place where we're, we're at the grunt phase. And what I mean by that, as I was at a, I want to be very generic with this, was a McDonald's, but I was at a place of business uh, this week, and I, hey, how you doing? And, and you know, the, the person, you know, keep this very generic, the person at the business, you know, just kind of grunted at me, just, <laughs> and I'm like, 
wow. Uh, and then I said, well, how late are you up? Uh, uh, you know, and I mean, the whole conversation went like this. And I just so wanted to say, what is your problem? And then I thought, I have already given her my name. Uh, this has happened to me many, many times. I, I'm telling you, it's happened many, many times. And he go, well, you know, at Dallas, but yeah, 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 you know, the preacher, he was here and he just went off on me. You know, I'm telling you, it's happened so many times. I'm thinking, I just so want to say something. And I'm thinking, I, as I drove away, I thought, man, what? I felt sorry for the person. And at the same time, like, what are we living in? Because... You've all experienced it. We all have. Everybody seems to, to be snapping at each other at this time. That's not how we're supposed, as believers, no matter what comes our way, even though it hits us, even though it's not pleasant at times, we can pull back and we know that we're in this land of the living. What does God say about this? That, that we can actually, you know that the Bible tells us that when someone doesn't know Jesus as their Savior, they're actually, uh, as a dead person, they're, they're dead in their trespasses and sin. They really don't know. Think about that. They really don't know. And they'll ask you this question as they do me. What, what's this all about? What, what, what really is life about anyways? Because they might have achieved certain things or might have got a certain age, and they're like, man, what, what is this about? But when we have Jesus, we have a totally different perspective. We can live in the land of the living. Listen to very careful in verse 27 through our chapter 27 of Psalm, verse 11 through 13. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path. So we're, we're capable of that. We're capable of living in that way when we're, when we're learning the way of the Lord. Because of my enemies, do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witness have risen against me, and such as breathe out violence. I, I want to stop at that just a think. I want you to know that every time Satan comes against you, think about that. Every breath that he comes against you, it is breathing out violence. It doesn't matter if it's yesterday. It doesn't matter. It's been five years ago. Every time he comes against you and me, it is a violent act. He wants to destroy you any way he can. And when he finds an opening, that certain thing, whatever it is, he comes hard and he brings violence against you. What does the Lord say then? I would have lost heart Psalmist says this, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You know, when you read that, unless I've seen the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, that just sounds, it just sounds like comforting, peaceful when, when we read that. Unless I would believed and see. So, what's important for you and I today as a believer is just that. If we're really going to get through what we're getting through, we have to believe. When we believe, no matter what's taking place, that the Lord is in control, He's got it handled, no matter what it is. When we believe that, what, what does it say? When we are willing to believe, what does that mean then? That we see the goodness of the Lord. When we believe, this is what I want to encourage them. What, 
I mean, we can't really quite understand it. Does that mean we're looking at something and we see it looks great and that makes us feel better? I, I believe it's this. When we see the goodness of the Lord, why? In the land of the living. It has to be a person. Someone's living. So when we're willing to say, all right, Lord, I so believe in you, and you're having a difficult time, or I'm having a difficult time, he wants us to see in the land of the living. What is that? He wants us to be able to look and see what he's done in somebody else's life. See, when you and I can, can say, all right, if I'm going to live in this land of living, I, I just, man, it's just, right now, it's just a, a difficult period. I need to see something that, that encourages me. And what the Lord is saying, I want you to see, I want you to see someone I'm going to bring in your life that maybe is going through what you're going through right now. They're on the other side of it. And I want you to see them. And I want you to see the goodness, the land of the living, what I'm doing. He, he so does that so you won't give up. It is amazing to me when you can go through something and the Lord will bring someone along your path that has gone through the same thing. And, and they will encourage you. And I say, you know, I've been there. I know exactly, I know exactly what you're going through. And this happened to me and this happened to me. But man, I'm telling you, hold on because, because you are living in the goodness. I want you to see, and the Lord brings that person on. I want you to know that it's no coincidence that the Lord has brought a certain person in your life that has gone through what you've gone through, they're on the other side of what's going to happen. God is going to bless you by seeing them and how they've handled it. All right, let me, let me add on to this. Let's look at another verse in the land of the living. We need something, if you're like me or any of us, it's like you got to hold on to something every day. Because every day brings something else with it. And the Lord gives you a promise in that land of the living as a believer what you can see. When you believe, you look at someone else and encourage you. And then also, the Lord wants to do something. Do you know that every day this week, every morning this week, we're going to read it. Every morning this week, God has something new for you. You say, where is that in the Bible? Well, let's, let's look at it. Lamentations chapter 3 and verses 20 through 2 through 24. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. Here it is. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion. In other words, the Lord is my inheritance says my soul, therefore I hope in him. How do we hope in him? Well, we know the Lord is everything we need. But I want you to know, I, I want you to get up every day this week and see what it is new that the Lord has. You say, well, Dallas, how do I do that? Remember a few weeks ago, we talked about when you start your day, what's going to happen? Devil breathes violence against you, right? Even in the land of the living. Even though we live, the devil's coming at you. But you know and I know, no matter what happens, the devil tries to do in your family, no matter what he tries to do at your workplace, or what he, what he tries to do with your future. 
where we're at right now in society, and people don't have hope. What God is telling you today, he has a certain way for you and I to experience life, to live life in such a way we see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living every day if you're willing to get up and do it this way. The Bible tells us we looked at a few weeks ago, in the Old Testament, when they would go to war, who would go first? Who would go first was usually the Ark of the Covenant and the singers in the praise band, if I can say it that way, all right? There's a praise band out before, and you know, all the other warriors from all the other lands would think that this was crazy, right? Now, what are they doing? Is it a battle that they're going to face that day that could take their life? Is there a battle that you're going to face tomorrow that you're facing right now? And you're going to face it tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And you're wondering how this battle doesn't seem to be changing, but you can. That's, that's how we get through it. In the land of the living, God teaches us his way. And the way he teaches us is that every morning we get up, we're able to see something new that he's going to do when we thank him, when we praise him. When you're willing to say, Lord, man, I don't get this. I'm still going through this. But Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I see you. I know who you are in my life. I thank you for this. I thank you for my family. I thank you for what you've done. I thank you that I can even get up today and go to work. I thank you, Lord. I praise you for who you are. When you are willing to do that, something happens. I can't explain, but you will see something new. His love and his mercy will come through to you in such a way there is a newness that you experience. I don't want you to miss that. It is so easy for us to do what? It is so easy to complain, isn't it? What do you do when we run into people we haven't seen for a while? How you doing? Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Aren't you just so afraid certain people you run into? You're like, oh, no, I'm, I know. There they come. Here they come. You know, they're a target or they're the blob or something. No, no. Because you know all they're going to do is complain for the next five minutes. But isn't it isn't refreshing when you run into somebody? Hey, how you doing? Well, yeah, I've got. But you know what? Man, I've been going through this, but the Lord, he's, I just couldn't believe what he did yesterday. And he's come through and he's doing this. And I know he's, I, my hope is in him. And he's got this. I, I mean, how do you, you walk away refreshed in that conversation? The Lord wants you and I to know when we praise him every day, when we get up and say, Lord, there's that same thing. There it is. We're still facing it. I'm, my, my future's uncertain. I don't know what's going to happen, but Lord, my hope is in you. My inheritance, you've given me. My portion is you. All that I need is you. And so, Lord, no matter what this looks like, you've got this. And I thank you. Something new is going to happen that day. He gives us that promise every day. His loving mercy is new in our life. Every day we get, and every day till the day that he takes you or he comes back in a rapture or he takes us home and we pass away every day. If you're willing to look for it, he's going to give us something new. Right as we start that, because when you start your day off is when you go into battle. When you start your day, he's going to say, hey, I'm going to give this to you just for you. Something different than the person you're sitting next to. Because you are his child, he knows exactly what you need. All right, let's close with this last verse. Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. Again, when we want to live in the land of the living, then how do we actually win that battle? 
It's amazing how the, the, the scripture tells us the battles, it's not mine. Remember a day, it's the Lord. It's the Lord's. The battle that you're facing right now is not yours. That's why you and I, that's why we feel so heavy sometimes. Because we're trying to fight this battle ourselves. We want to truly live and live the way the Lord wants to and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and be able to enjoy life. Hey, this battle's on it. Look, look, look at Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. Revelation 12, verse 10 and 11. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who have accused them before God day and night has been cast out. What's the goal of the devil every day? He's to get in your mind and he's to accuse you. You're no good. You don't deserve that. God's not coming through. You're never going to have the life you used to have. And he never, ever stops. I don't care if you're in junior high or high school or wherever you are in life. You're not the dad you should be. You're not the mom you should be. You can't do this. this, this. And he continues every second. He breathes it out. Every second of every day comes against you. That's what he does. He accuses you and I. And he comes before God and he accuses about us. And he never stops. And the way that we stop it, well, look how we have won. Let's continue. How do we overcome the devil? And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they didn't love their lives unto death. They overcame him. You should have this underlined in your Bibles. You should have this even memorized. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb. Always know that it's through the blood of Jesus Christ that we have all our victories. Know that the day that we accepted Christ as our Savior, his shed blood on the cross of Calvary saved us. And we live victoriously through his resurrection power. We overcome the devil not by our wealth, not by how strong that we are, not by how much of the Bible that we know, by the blood of the Lamb. By the power of Jesus Christ, he gives us the promises in his word, and he tells us it is through him, and then his word ignites in our life. It is through the death of Jesus Christ, his shed blood. The Bible tells us in the Old Testament all through, life. Life. God tells us life is in the blood. The atonement for sin is in the blood. It's no other way. It's not by works. It's not by how good we are. It's not by what religion we are. It's by the blood of Jesus Christ, his perfect shed blood. We overcome the devil, not on our own power. We live in the land of the living through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. And to know that when you and I are start feeling like, remind ourselves, wait a minute, I'm a believer. I accepted Jesus as my Savior and through his shed blood, I know that I've overcome whatever the devil tries to do. We are more than conquerors through him. God tells us in his word, is there anything too hard for me? The angel told Mary, with God all things, nothing is impossible. With God all things are possible. 
Because we are going into this battle that Jesus has already won. That's how we can see the goodness of the Lord, the land of the living. When someone is encouraging you and they're telling you about their life and their testimony, they're telling you and I what Jesus has done, what he has given them victory in their life. We overcome the devil. We can live in the land of the living by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Secondly, what does he say? By the word of their testimony. You know, I was speaking in a uh, large gathering one time, and, and before I was speaking, a guy came up to me, and um, he goes, uh, I don't know, I guess he was trying to give me his testimony, but he started like this. Uh, Pastor Alice, I want you to know that I've been shot nine times, and uh, I've been arrested 37. And uh, he just looked at me. That was it. I've been shot nine times. I've been arrested 37 times. And I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, I'm like, okay, where's the testimony at, all right? I, the, 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 that's not what it's at. It's by the word of our testimony. It's by when you and I can, can actually verbalize, God does something. When we verbalize, you, you know, I, I've said this before. You talk to yourself more than you talk to anybody else. You, you need to tell yourself what God has actually done in your life. And we need to tell ourselves, but when, when, when we are telling someone else, I want you to, when you're giving someone your actual testimony, you're saying, hey, this is what the Lord has done for me. Whether it's your workplace, whether it's a family member, somebody you see over the holidays, whatever it might be. And you say, you know what? This is, the Lord is so good. And this is what, you know what? You're, you're actually reminding yourself. The word of your testimony overcomes what? Also gives you victory. We overcome the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ, and we remember gives us strength that, man, this, this is what, man, I remember where I used to be and where I'm at now. That's why it's always bothering me when people give up, come up, whatever it might be over the years. You've heard somebody give their testimony, and they're going to give up their testimony for 20 or 25 minutes. For the first 17 minutes, it's all the things, you know, all the, all the drinking they used to and all the carousing they used to and all the fights they used to get. And they go on and they give you all these examples. The last two minutes, and then I got saved, and this is what happened. That's it. Three-fourths of our testimony is, you know, this is where it was, but look what the Lord has done for me. When God sees us do that, he blesses us. Because we constantly are reminded everything that we have. We're now experiencing that land of the living, and we're reminded of the word of our testimony. Finally, the last part of that says, and we'll close in just a minute. And they did not love their lives to death. Why are you and I, why can we live in all this unbelievable stuff that we're going through? The hardship of life has not stopped either, has it? You've had loved ones that have passed away. Some of you have lost your job. Some of you are going through difficult times as family or as kids. It's just still coming. But we look at life totally different. We look at life in such a way that our life doesn't even matter because we're looking at heaven and we're seeing that we have hope. See, when we know and we pull where God tells us in, in, the, in the prayer that, he, that he's telling us to give us an example, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. God wants us to always in our daily life to remember where we're headed. And we're headed to heaven. And we have that hope that we have overcome through the blood of Jesus Christ. We know that we're saved. We give our testimony. And no matter what happens, no matter what happens to our life, we know we're going to heaven. I want you to know today as I close, give you this example. The, the Lord is always watching over you. I don't give you this example. You know, if you grew up in church or you grew up in front of the television at this time of year or around Easter and you saw the, the, the Ten Commandments on, on TV, you know, and you remember, you know, it showed all the different uh, things and the plagues and all the things. And it was really a great movie, you know, years and years ago. And um, I believe it was Charlton Heston, it was Moses and the whole thing. And, you know, you see him hold the rod up and the waters part. And, and we all remember that. You know, we always remember the waters part and the Israelites driving and the, and the warriors and they're all smashing the bottom of the sea and that's it and it's over. And yeah, you know, victory, okay, the whole thing. The night before, we never hear this too much, but the night before that happened, the Israelites, they didn't know. All they knew that not too far behind them were warriors the mighty men of what? Of Egypt. The powerful warriors of Egypt were not too far. You know, it goes, theologians tell us that, and, and I'll bring this in together a minute, that probably the, that the distance between the Israelites and the warriors the night before was probably no more than 100 yards. Think about it. How, how did the Lord protect them then? Bible says the angel of the Lord was there and he took the cloud that always guided them in front and he took the cloud and put it behind them. And the warriors from Egypt, the backside of the cloud, the Bible tells us in the book of Exodus, was completely dark and black. In other words, he had darkened that side of the cloud where they couldn't see. The side of where Israel was, was complete light. Isn't that amazing? It was so complete light that we're reminded of the, of the verse that Jesus said that he is the light of the world. And you are here today that are uncertain. We all are sometimes of our future. He says, no matter what you are not certain about in your life, that we as children of, of Jesus of God, we walk in his light. What happened was they just had to believe and they had to see the goodness of the Lord. I'm sure that they were still uncertain and not sure what was going on, not even knowing that the warriors were that close to them, but God had it already handled. It was complete darkness. I want you to know today, no matter what the devil tries to do or how he comes at you or how uncertain, you're not sure what is going to happen in your future, you are in the light, and he's already overcome the devil. And I want you to take a deep breath today and to know that as he parts that Red Sea in the light, all you have to do is walk. 
Walk in the light as Jesus is the light of the world. And as we walk with him, we're not sure where we're headed, but we can see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And we know he still has a plan and a purpose. We're still going to win. And even though we're not sure and there's uncertainty in our life, as long as we just keep walking, every day he's going to show us something new. And we're going to be able to look back and we're going to be able to take our testimony and share it with someone else. And because we believe today, we're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. You know, what is it you're facing that, that you're not sure of? I want you to know whatever it is, Jesus has already overcome it through his shed blood on the cross of Calvary. You know, I was experienced this week some guys I knew that passed away that I used to run around with, played ball with, and other guys I knew that got cancer. And it's like, man, what? We have no, no certainty. But we have joy and peace when we live and walk with Jesus because we can see. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The Lord wants to bless you with something new. And you can live this life in such a way that you truly can live. You can live with joy and peace no matter what's happened in your family, no matter if you've lost your job, no matter what has taken place because the enemy when Jesus is in control, the enemy is always in the dark. And Jesus is always showing you what the next step is. And then he fights the battle for you. Let him do it today. If you're watching here today or you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you say, Dallas, I, what do I do? I, I know the Lord is speaking to me. Well, the blood of the Lamb. Jesus shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. And all you have to do is believe. If you're willing to believe that he is God's son and he shed his blood for you, which he did, just pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. I believe you died and shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for me. And right now, Jesus, will you come into my heart? Forgive me for all my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we're thankful today that your word goes forth in the midst of all that we're facing. We can live in the land of the living. And we can have joy. We can have peace, even though we face a battle every day. Lord, you're going to show us in the light what we need to do next. May we just be in your word. Father, if there's somebody even here today in a congregation doesn't know you as their Savior, Lord, we ask that they would come forward today and they could show them in your word and they can pray and ask you into their heart. Father, we thank you today that we worship in victory. We praise you today for who you are. We are reminded today in this fellowship, in this congregation, Jesus, you've already won all our battles. And we can live in the land of the living and we can have joy and we can have peace. Thank you, Jesus.
name we pray. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.